All right, and we are live once again here this Wednesday evening. Uh, we are going to cover Season 3, Episode 4 of The Mandalorian. And uh, joining this evening, well, Mr. Tyler Yankee. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? I, I, you, this time you were a little bit more official. Last two times you've caught me <laughs> unaware, so I, I appreciate yeah. that. You know, I like to uh, keep everybody guessing, as it were. Uh, Lincoln, I guess, is uh, no show, but uh, I have all of his tweets pulled up from earlier, so maybe that might help us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just in the in the green room back there. I did not see him, so yeah. So maybe he'll uh, he'll be by here in just a little bit. I I guess whenever he's done, you know, with the ladies, I can only assume. <laughs> I have no idea. All right. <laughs> so are you on a high after what? Uh, by the way. Did you notice there was no name for this episode? Uh, wasn't it called The Foundling? Well, okay. Well, maybe they added it because when I watched it this morning, I looked and oh. I'm like, it doesn't have a name for this episode. Yeah. And there, all the other ones did. And so uh, maybe they added that later. Um, let me, now, I have, now I feel like a dumbass. Let me double check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like pretty sure they usually do a title card. And a, right. Like, they do it in like chapters and th this one was like, the foundling so uh wait was i was i wrong is it actually like the fifth episode no there's no there's no name on this one look at it uh, at least on mine disney plus yeah Con convert chapter 20 that's all it says 33 yeah. minutes for me and yeah it was short you notice i have 33 minutes 59 yeah, wasn't a, last week's yeah it wasn't a it wasn't a very long episode uh -huh. i did notice that uh, let's see. See, when I bring it up on my computer, it always, uh, it always takes me back to season one for some stupid reason. I know. But it's the stupidest thing. Uh, let's see. Uh, share a screen because, you know, we like to do show prep live on the air here. So yeah, on mine, it says, uh, oh, chapter 20, the foundling. Mine right does there. not say anything. Let me, um, I don't know. I'm using brave browser. Uh, <laughs> as am I. As am okay. I. Okay. Season three. No, mine doesn't do it. That's interesting. Oh, that's weird. Very. That's pretty weird. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. So we just got word from Lincoln. He's running late. Okay. Yeah. And he'll be in and in five. So we'll we'll see right. him here in a little bit. So the, what that means the foundling. So his, yeah, I don't have to look so, at his tweets. <laughs> so tell me what. what what does that mean to you? The the you see that you the foundling. Well, that's the little boy, right? Yeah the the foundling is uh, any of the young um, young people that are getting taken on to uh, the, uh, the to the creed as they call it. Uh, so is this title referring to Grogu, who is a foundling, or is it referring to uh, Vishla's son Ragnar, which we found out what his name was in this episode. Yes. Um, Danit Skolb, I think was his last name. <laughs> no. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's a reference to something completely different. Uh, yeah. But, you know, maybe this is their gulch and it was, uh, um, um, you know, their own little place. I don't know. Is uh, Galt the name of the uh, Croco turtle? Right. <laughs> is is Galt, Galt's gulch? Right. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was a. Uh, Kind of interesting. Uh, so we open up this episode. We've got a training camp, and there are a ton of Mandalorians out there shooting into the water at nothing, which I thought was kind of silly. I was like, uh, targets? 
targets, little, little droids, I, you know, that remind me of two things. One is, uh, right when the, uh, the Afghan war started, you, you would see these like weird yes. training camps, like videos, yes, right? Al, Al Qaeda training right. propaganda. Yeah. This was, this was power Rangers meets Al Qaeda training camps <laughs> There's a, out there. I'm just like, it's kind of odd. Okay. I don't know what's going on, but fine. That's yeah. Tr that's train. Yeah. Yeah. Shooting out in the water. Yeah, it was like the it was like the silliest thing. They're all out there shooting at the lake, and I'm like, it's like I get the uh, <laughs> I get the uh, the croco turtle is, is kind of a menace. Maybe you want to keep shooting out there to keep them away, right. but right. I don't know. Throw some targets up out there. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, uh, maybe this is a little premature. Have a spotter. If if this, we'll yes. get into it. I don't want to get into too much. Uh, anyway, continue, Eric. <laughs> uh, so we catch up with everybody uh, doing the Al Qaeda propaganda training video and uh grogu is messing around with rocks on the beach or at least what we think are rocks and it kind of turns out that they're little like hermit crab type creatures yeah. which i thought was kind of funny and he kind of like opened his mouth and then that's when mando chimes in and says uh break time's over kid something like that yep oh and look who finally decided to join us from yeah, the log cabin uh turns out nine central uh right yeah <laughs> <laughs> I lost track of the time a little bit here, but I made it. I made it. Just popped out of the shower. Nice and fresh. Everybody. See, you see, Tyler, he, he was in the shower because he was yeah. with the ladies. That's okay. not true. I don't, I don't have it. I will be with a lady tomorrow night, though. I would He's like, tomorrow. that's not true. I do not wash after or before <laughs> ladies. However, <laughs> I like to sit here in my stink. I don't think that's quite what I meant. I mostly wow. meant that I was not with the ladies, but I have a day tomorrow, so. Congratulations. Nice. Nice. Yeah, so we were uh, just with uh, Grogu with the with the hermit crabs on the beach. Oh yeah. What did you think of the Afghani uh, Power Ranger training camp? Well. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I tuned in for. You could you could just tell by his uh, expression oh, on no. his face. Is, that is, is now is he... frozen. Oh, uh, this. There we go. Oh, caught up. Uh, sort of. It's not a. It's not a show unless I have at least some kind of lag. Yes, exactly. Laundry hamper um, in full view of the camera. Just saying. Yeah, it is. There's nothing in it right now. I did my laundry earlier. Oh. Oh. Everybody's watching my tweets. Uh, the bed is gone because I've adopted sleeping on the floor. Hey, there you go. Uh, I've been tweeting about that for the last few days. Uh, it's been wondrous. I haven't slept so many nights. I haven't had so many consecutive nights of good sleep since I started sleeping on the floor about 10 days ago. Interesting. Is there a story behind this? I've heard of homeless people that they don't like beds, but yeah, that's not the case? I, or I It started off where I think the mattress was too soft offer me appropriate support and so i kept waking up with my back just feeling off in the mornings every day and so i said screw it let's just try the floor see how it's better and i haven't slept so good in years so now i'm like i'm gonna yeah. hop on board like a, a grift tell everybody to sleep on the floor i'm gonna write books about it keep <laughs> passing those out for like 30 bucks a pop like change your life by sleeping on the floor yeah there you got to you got to work in some kind of Three like easy uh, steps to have the best sleep of your life. <laughs> yeah, you got to work in some kind of like wine mom uh, tie into this. It's like so now you have to sell like cedar yeah. plank beds. It's like, well, Something when you like sleep that, on the I'll cedar planks, 
It's naturally antimicrobial. Well, there is like a whole hippie thing where a lot of hippies will sleep on the floor because they're more connected to the earth and that like aligns right. chakras or whatever. Yeah. Right. I got to keep bearing in mind California. This is all it I is know. I, I have a bad these parts, <clears throat> you know. <laughs> <It's pretty> <laughs> to keep it all California, I just got back from In-N-Out Burger too, so yeah, they had those in Dallas. I almost went to in and out today. I almost went there. Yeah. But Carl yep. Jr. was closer because I have to go out of my way to go to in and out Another West Coast thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, um, what's it called? Hardee's. Um, yeah. Same thing. Now, it was really fun in Dallas because uh, uh, there's an in and out burger and then like not maybe two blocks away, there's a Whataburger. So like the Texas and the California oh, meeting up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> both of those great franchises. I love both Whataburger yeah. and In-N-Out. Probably the, my two favorite fast food chains, actually. Yeah. So if you guys ever go to a Whataburger, be prepared. There is no fucking ketchup on those burgers. It is all mustard. So. Yeah. And I it's think I'm okay fantastic. With that. It's fantastic. All right, so uh, Grigu's messing around with the crabs, using the force, moving them around. The crabs are very much not uh, not not enthusiastic about this because he picks one of them up and it kind of like hides back into its shell. Uh, Mando comes and gets him, and it's uh, it's time for fighting because uh, we have to set up a little sparring match with him and the uh, the other foundling that just got his helmet in uh, the first episode, and uh, we're gonna do some paintballing, which I thought was kind of strange. Yeah, did, was this necessary? This scene. I mean, I, I, I'm going to say that probably a lot this episode. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's not like it's not like Greg uh, did something amazing later on to show that everyone's like, oh yeah, he's got the skill, and now we're going to, yeah, you know, rely on him. It's just like, okay, he jumped and flipped. Yeah, it was a. It was kind of strange. I was like, okay, he's going to start remembering some Jedi stuff and you know, he's going to be dancing around cause we all remember what Yoda did in attack of the clones. And uh, it looks like Lincoln is back from the bathroom because the, the rule is when you freeze, that's the face you make <laughs> while you go poo. So yeah, it was a, uh, it was kind of funny to see him like take two hits to the chest with the little paintball dart things and uh, then decide, Oh yeah, I'm going to flip over this kid a couple of times. It wasn't predictable. I, I did not see that coming. I expected him to get three shots and lose. Um, or get but, three shots and win. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, obviously, he was going to make a comeback. It was <laughs> right. I was cheering for the, the little kid to when they started to fight. I was rearing for the little kid to just punt him like a football. Right. Yeah, I think that could, would have been really hilarious. Yeah. Why, why don't we do hand to hand? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, well, you kind of saw like the little baton <laughs> I, thing in the back, and I was like, "Oh, they're gonna do a baton match," because yeah, when I was in the army, I, that was like the funnest part. <laughs> the the Grogu in the training thing was really immersion breaking because you have, well, the little Muppet he's that big. He's, <laughs> yeah. a, he's a puppet, right? He's a little <laughs> puppet, and it's like a regular size human boy. Yeah, who's uh, probably like twelve. Jimmy you Kimmel's know? nephew, I think. Um, oh, weird uh, pull. <laughs> and, and it's just like it was just a little. Oh, he froze again. I'm, I'm hanging on every word. On whatever. There you go. Uh, yeah, well, am I lagging again? <laughs> yeah, you were. I think it's <laughs> caught up, though. Of course I was. Of course I was lagging. Why wouldn't I be? 
Uh, anyway, yes. my point is is that this is where I've said in the past I think Grogu is narrative cyanide. Um, I bet you, I'm lagging again. Son of a, I should. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> and he's not. Fine. Grogu's yeah. narrative cyanide. They have to have. They have to have these little spots that they give him in each show. Yeah. And every time he's there, he exists only to be cute. There's he doesn't drive anything forward at all. He's only there to look cute and to yeah. maybe give a half-hearted chuckle. They did throw in uh they used him his flashback to, to kind of help yeah. set some things up. Yeah. Well, well that, I but... would credit that if we hadn't already gotten basically the same flashback in the book of Boba Fett. This was just an extended version of that flashback. So we right. didn't really get anything new out of it. Of course, they the showrunners obviously know that nobody watched book of boba fett so they right. probably felt like they <laughs> needed to put that in there because they know nobody watched that terrible show. right <laughs> yeah but uh before all of that happens uh we get the creature of the week and this time it's a giant bat tyrannosaurus thing and it comes and swoops up the little kid and then flies away so so once again we have the issue why are you Sending your children out into a world where everything wants to eat them. This is insane. Yeah, no, and it's but, not like these are like little creatures that it's like, oh, if you get bit, it's going to hurt. It's like a giant ass fucking creature that will fucking eat you. You know. It's, well, the, then the dad, like, when they when they go out there and he goes, oh, I ran out of dude, you know, fuel. In- and then he's like, oh, this always happens. And he always and I'm like, wait, it always happens. So like, you don't how have many like a have you lost. Yes. Yeah. You don't you don't have like a scout, some sort of lookout that you just ring a bell and everyone yeah. dives. It's 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 pretty easy because he <laughs> Yeah, you can't okay. miss a gigantic bat no Tyrannosaurus Rex. That, that, <laughs> it, there's no wonder that the last of these people are holed up in a little Hold up uh, in a little cave. In the middle of nowhere, yeah. and there's only like 20 of them. It's because all of them have died from being completely stupid. Right. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. And once again, Bocaton um, it seems like, to be the only one that maybe has some sense. She like jumps in the ship and follows it, and and, and yeah. they're you know so. Yeah, uh, everyone took off on jet jetpacks, and this was the first time fuel has been an issue. Yes, interesting. <laughs> it's like a western yeah. that they finally decided like, they only had six shots. Do you remember in the during the last season where Mando chases down a freaking Tie Fighter? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Probably like the. No, you, you know, we got the fighter. tie fighter part. Yeah. It wasn't an issue for him in that one. Yeah. And I thought we were going to get a little uh, him chasing the tie fighter in the uh, in the second episode. You know when they're doing their yeah. little uh, aerial combat thing and he jumped out. But yeah. Uh, no, yeah. So uh, all of a sudden jetpacks have a fuel gauge, and everybody ran out about the same time. And what I found was hilarious was the biggest guy uh, was like the last one to fall out of the sky. So, yeah. <laughs> you might have had a bigger. It seems tank. reminiscent of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it 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 reminds me of in uh, you know the last that I where it's like oh yeah star starships have fuel problems all of a sudden just in this yeah. it's never been an issue in any of the other movies that we made right but in this one the whole plot is going to center around the fact that starships apparently run out of fuel it's, yeah. they, they literally only one time was fuel ever brought up in any of the original films and that was 
in Empire where they have to go to Cloud City. Yes. Yeah, because everyone's kind of like, you know, what do these ships actually run on? You know, we can see jets, so it's got to be some kind of chemical that they run on, but it's never addressed. But I, I thought it was kind of interesting that now all of a sudden it's like now the jetpacks, you know, can't go that far. It happens. <laughs> uh, so then they they see uh, Bo Katan right off into the sunset uh, to go after the beast in the in the Mandalorian ship. So we get some more uh, more of that going. It's a cool ship. Yeah, you got to show it off more. And uh, of course, the whole time while that was happening, I, I'm just thinking of this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> got to have it. Yeah, it was like uh, <laughs> I was actually listening to that today at the office, and people were wondering why I was listening to an old eighty song. And I was like, I- I'm-, I'm gearing myself up for tonight. But uh, and, uh, yeah, before she- we before we went live, I came in and Eric was playing that, and I knew exactly why because I had <laughs> seen the, obviously the show, and uh, you know, off into the sunset. I was just like, are they, uh, they going to do like a volleyball scene here too? That's, <laughs> that's what I'm looking for on the beach. They already had a beach. They had, they had the beach. Yeah, yeah. that's all we needed. <laughs> Everybody in like short shorts and uh, no shirts on, <laughs> just helmets and no, like ge- long jeans. <laughs> yeah. They were jeans yeah. and no no shirt. It was a horrible yeah. way to play volleyball. <laughs> uh, uh, so while they're off uh, hunting, well, while they're off hunting the beast, uh, Grogu gets uh, called into the forge so that the uh, the blacksmith can make him a little uh, chess right. piece. And it was at this point we get the little flashback to Order sixty six. Yes. And we get a little bit more of the scene where the Jedi is trying to trying to help him. He gets into an elevator and uh, the keen eyed observer will notice that the the black dude Jedi that came to save him was none other than Ahmed Best. So, yes, folks, Jar Jar Binks was in this episode. Massa. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You can't, say it, like that. Write... you can't say it like that because he's a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's true. But that's how Jar Jar, I was like, I remember yeah. watching it just going like, what? <laughs> yeah. So uh, when he came up on the screen, I had to write down in, the, in my notes, Misa, I'm at best. Misa, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so yeah, not Massa. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. Just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm high on uh, uh, In-N-Out. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, it's that animal sauce. It'll get you every time. <laughs> right. Uh, so we get a halfway decent uh, chase scene through the, uh, I, I guess, sky streets of uh, of Coruscant. Right. And uh, I had a, a good yeah, laugh out loud it's moment. It's corporate what? mandated action scene number two, except yeah. this is in the past. That's yeah. very different than all the other random action scenes that we get that don't make any sense. Right. Yeah. The, at least pacing wise. Uh, I mean. So the troop carrier in the. Uh, Attack of the Clones is like able to destroy an entire droid ship, but when it shoots this speeder, you know it gives us a little puff of smoke, and it rattles a little bit. It didn't completely destroy it, so I, I kind of laughed out loud at that part. I was uh, also the speeder. He's like, "Oh, they hit my hit our engine. It's going to be a little rough." I'm like, "Well, how do you how do you f- fly the Bernoulli effect? I, what's how's this not how's it stand up?" The, the engines are fine. The engines are fine. They they only okay. failed right when they conveniently were just about to land. I don't see what the problem is here. That's true. And by the way, they land, and he's like, hey, "We got to escape," just, and they they're there. And all of a sudden, this big ship comes, and they just stand there. And I'm like, "Is this good guys?" And then and then then they decide to run away. It's there's some weird pausing there. I had yeah. trouble with. 
Well, we all know that the uh, Naboo Defense Force military guys aren't very smart when it comes to military tactics because it Mm. took them a minute to go find cover. (laughs) Uh, But we did get another look at uh, one of the Nubian ships. Well, remember, in the uh, first in episode one, they all got captured by battle droids. And if you're getting captured by battle droids, you're clearly not the most competent of soldiers. Yeah, like regular battle droids. Maybe you can have an argument for the commando droids, but that's a big if. Yeah. <laughs> so we got another little uh, piece of uh, reference to uh, the prequel trilogy with the Nubian ship. Uh, they take off, and then it was about that point that Grogu kind of comes to, and has now decided to start paying attention to the blacksmith. So this whole time she's been talking, and he's just been zoning out like a little kid. <laughs> she's a woman. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> Uh, like, oh, what, what, God, the females what, are talking like any child right. what, with PTSD might do. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and he's likely autistic. What is um? What was the point of the flashback? I, I'm guessing it was just kind of more to fill in kind of what happened, how he got out of the uh, the Jedi Temple. That's the only thing I could figure. It's it's kind of an odd place to stick it. Yeah. But Lincoln's froze up again, so we'll just continue. There, there's two very good reasons. Oh. <laughs> okay. Can you hear me now? Okay. Yeah, we can hear you now. There's two Go really ahead. good reasons why I did it. But the but but the problem is is they're both meta reasons. The first is that what I said earlier, they genuinely know that people watch Book of Boba Fett. And since nobody watched <laughs> Book of Boba Fett, they had to put that in there so that people know that content. The second reason is they're just trying to fill time because literally nothing happens in this episode. We yeah. I've never watched an episode of Mandalorian where so much nothing happened. For 33 minutes. So it was a very all- short episode, too. Yeah, they've mailed it in. They spent yeah. all their time for this episode um, doing their practice fighting and then um, doing something for these baby thingies we got going on here. We'll talk about that when it comes up. Yeah. to see if it runs any better. Well, we can hear you at least. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, so he gets the, uh, the little chess piece from the, uh, the blacksmith with the... Uh, I don't know, what was the name of that creature? A single horn thing. Uh, so he gets that. The mud and, horn? Uh, yes, the mud horn. Thank you. <laughs> so I guess that little chest piece, and it hooks right up to his little male uh, armor that he already had, which was kind of nice because I almost forgot that he had that. <laughs> it's hidden uh, away and like then we... Frodo's Mithril. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Only not as cool because Mithril is cool. Uh <laughs> So uh, then we get catch back up with the uh, with the other Mandalorians who have taken off after the uh, Tyrannosaurus bat, and uh, they have a long hike ahead of themselves. Uh, they decided to land the ship somewhere far away so that the the beast didn't catch catch on to where they were at. And the only thing I was thinking was like, oh, good, we're doing a whole bunch of elevation changes. This is not going to suck, and we're all in heavy armor. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And it's, and it's a desert. So I was just thinking, it's like, oh, man, that, that that's a sucky hike right there. Oh, and they, they scaled some walls yeah. or some mountains. Yeah, they uh, they scaled yeah, the side of the uh, scaled the side of the cliff, uh, just like the uh, the Rangers in uh, World War Two when they had to scale a cliff at Normandy. So uh, point du hoc moment there. By the way, um, where the foundling gets taken, a little scene there, it looks a lot. I don't know if you've been to or seen. Um, Lake Powell, it looks a lot like that out in Arizona. I don't yeah. know where they're filming this, but 
<clears throat> to me, that's just, that that's might be a good that might be a good guess. Uh, there's a couple of places out in Nevada I remember that yeah. kind of sort of look like that. If you, if you get out there, they they can do some trickery somewhere with, in with that the scenes too. General area could have been Arizona, maybe Utah, kind of, but definitely that area of the country for sure. Right. Yeah, it's uh, definitely very similar. Um, I would say uh, there's one place out in Nevada. It was like Pyramid Lake. Is is another type of place because you can see some like sagebrush and everything, but you know you don't know exactly what's animated and what's not. Right. Good point. Uh, so we have a cute little scene with Bo-Katan and uh, Mandalorian. She goes, "How do I eat?" And it was like, "Well, once you get your food, then you go off somewhere else, and then you can take your helmet off and eat." Those so like so little did, rules, and it's totally <laughs> clarify cool that if you're a little bit. Eating it on a windowsill where everyone can just look in at you. Right, exactly. That's totally fine. Just as as and, long as you're away from people. And she wanted to go eat it, and then the dad's like, "No, you're the you're the leader here. You get to stay and watch the fire." And I'm, I, I thought about that, and I'm like, "Is it? This is your son. You could be a little bit more appreciative that these people are helping you steal right. your son who you're watching out for very well." Yeah, I, I kind of wrote down that uh, membership has its privileges because now that she's the leader, she gets to stay warm by the fire while everyone else gets to freeze while they eat their rations. Oh, you took it the other yeah. way. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, and then we got the other uh, scaling the. Girl and everybody's hitting on her. Oh, that could be it. The only female in camp, you know, other than the other uh, blacksmith who doesn't strike well, me as. There's the forge master, but no, yeah. nobody wants to mess with her because. <laughs> she wield those hammers and she has yeah. tongs. So. Uh, so then we find out <laughs> after they scale the cliff, we find out what the little boy's name is, and it's Ragnar of all things. And uh, then we find out, oh, uh, that Tyrannosaurus is actually a mama, and there's three babies in a nest. Yep. Yeah. Oh, the, on the scaling up over the walls thing. I don't know if you guys caught this, but on one of the shots, they forgot to animate in the, and so there goes. There's a shot with ropes. There's a shot with no ropes, and then the next shot has ropes. So they yeah. they forgot the ropes at one point during that sequence. I might have been like writing down notes at that time. I don't think I noticed that. I'll have to go back and check that one out. Yeah, I was watching and working and yeah. um, did not catch that. <laughs> and, and I'm kind of glad. I'm, but I'm also glad that <laughs> that you did because uh, this has been more fun to to rip on. So anyway. yeah. Uh, so the yeah, little babies are hungry. Really, this, this whole episode feels like they phoned it in, and it's just one of those yeah. things that just makes yeah. it look like they did not care at all about this particular episode. But where did where did they spend all their time then? Because I mean, this was these creatures took probably a lot of money to to create some CGI. Well, yeah, well, um, they, this is the episode that they just sent it all to the CGI department and said, <laughs> "Just make us a scene that's all CGI." I'll be honest, the scene coming up with the CGI gobbledygook is the best part of this episode. Yeah. We get one, like, two minutes of actual entertaining television coming up here. And everything else is just like, ah, we just got to have something in there to build up to that point. Yeah, and it was was actually kind of a a good scene where they're now chasing after the uh, bat tyrannosaurus, uh, you know, and then cue the uh, Danger Zone music again. Uh, And then... (laughs) In this, they're they're all trying to attack this thing and get the kid out of its mouth, uh, get the other guy out of his claws, I guess. Well, the, and, the, uh, the, the the thing when they first came up, it spit the kid out of its mouth, and it yeah. went to feed it to the to the babies. Right. Yeah. So and then the kid was, like and, a, then, and then it swallowed the dad. Yeah. 
there was a little scuffle going on there. Uh, we got some uh, use of the uh, the blowtorch on the creature's <laughs> face, which I thought was kind of funny. Right. So I was like, yeah, that's that's not going to work. Uh, Bo-Katan loses a like, well, shoulder pauldron during this whole thing. Down his mouth. That's what I thought. As, <laughs> yeah. as, if you're going to do that, hey. there's some really sensitive soft tissue in there that would not react well to fire. Right. Uh, Lincoln, save that for your date tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> uh, I could just see him now on the day. It was like, so how about that soft tissue in the back of your throat there? Uh, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to breathe some fire down your throat. <laughs> So uh, they, they finally get everybody uh, saved and uh, they mess with this thing so much that it's now falling out of the sky. And as soon as I saw it falling towards the water, I was like, oh, and here's the part with Croco Turtle. And sure enough, it came up and ate it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> they didn't have to be like that obvious that what they were about to do. I don't know if Link's throws up I feel again. like the Croco Turtle just makes it <laughs> so much worse. Because if there are still croco turtles in the lake, why yeah, are you out there practicing by the lake? If there is a batwing tyrannosaurus that will come and eat your children, <laughs> why are you doing this? When I lived out in, in the country, my parents built a fence that was designed to keep myself and my little, little brother in. So that when they sent us outside to play in the sandbox yeah. or whatever we would not get eaten by the wild animals that roam the area. Cause we had coyotes, mountain yeah. lions, stuff like that. Yeah. You do stuff like that to protect your children, but they're like, Oh yeah, but it's just snatching up kids all the time. What, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you not worried about this? I guess the viewers in Australia is like, Oh, come on. They don't have huntsman spiders. Obviously. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> so like everybody, Crikey, is... that's, that's not a bat thing. Crikey. Yeah. Uh, so the dude uh, gets his son saved and uh, he says thank you to Mando and everything else. And I was yeah. kind of like asking a question here. Maybe the dude will kind of chill with his grudge that he has against Mando. Yeah. And Bo-Katan maybe. Yeah. Because it seemed that way. Well, he definitely shows uh, some respect towards Bo-Katan. Um, yeah. So there is certainly that. She's definitely proving useful. Uh, she's proving herself very competent. Um, Mando had a really good moment in the fight scene where he saves the kid and everything, which is just like one yeah. of those things where Mando will look like the best Mandalorian ever at one moment, but then he gets randomly just completely unsuspectingly trapped by a cyborg skeleton thing in the next moment. You never <laughs> know what you're going to get with him. Right. Like it yeah, depends yeah, yeah. on which Mando put on the suit that day. I I think it's there's there's some sort of fog in that helmet, and it it, it lends <laughs> yeah. to itself to uh, sporadic uh, you know brain fog. So yes, yeah. I I just thought it was uh, kind of cool because uh, it really helps when the jetpacks get refueled. I guess so. <laughs> we didn't see the refueling <laughs> process, but I imagine that's when um, Grogu was getting its his uh, little chest plate made. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we uh, have a scene where they come back. Uh, everybody's okay. We get uh, three cheers uh, for those guys. Uh, winged mounts because they took the little babies. Because nothing says Mandalore. Yeah, how did they better than like all three of those very large flying things into that ship? It's not a small ship, but right. they had all of the crew plus those three things. Also, they let out <laughs> with meat on a stick. Where did that? Meat yes. 
come from? It's like both the time just like have a freezer in the back of it. <laughs> By the way, what was interesting to me, they all came out and then they easily they just stood in a line right right there just hovering in front of the meat and you're like I think what would happen is they would be going ape shit at this point yeah. <laughs> probably causing a lot of trouble uh, outside yeah. but sure they they're going yeah. to stand in line. Yeah, it was a it was kind of a strange scene. Uh, why why did they bring those back? Is are they going to use those and then in the future are they going to bring them out and they're going to be riding them? Is that what it's going to happen? Some sort that's, of that's like, what I have wrote yeah, down. I was like, oh look, they have winged mounts. So they they saw uh, what they saw was that oh the one thing people liked from Book of Boba Fett was the Rancor mount. We have to include right. mounts in the next season of Mandalorian because <laughs> they like that one thing. And it's right. just and we've it, already we've already hinted at the Mythosaur looked, too. So. Right. <laughs> Everybody's going to yeah, be mounting something. Learns the worst <laughs> lessons. Because yeah. Disney did this a lot in this episode. Interesting. They really show that they pick up on one or two things the audience really likes. And then they'll drive that thing into the ground and they'll beat it until it's dead. It's like, Grogu's super cute? Okay, we got to have all the Grogu. We're going to put him on your screen until you're sick of him. Yeah. You like the line, this is the way? We're going to have them say it like 15 times in one episode so that you yeah. never want to hear it again in your life. Yeah. About and everything. Just, I mean, they, they're going to go to the bathroom. No... This is the way. Yeah. yeah. Is, is it women it's, that are writing these scripts? It really shows. It's... <laughs> it's AI. I swear it's AI. It has oh, to be, right? Uh, they logged like into I said, GPT and they just said, write us an episode of The Mandalorian and said, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Two is like an episode of the Mandalorian. Um, here's a few lines and no story. Insert <laughs> random action sequences, and you're good to go. <laughs> just just use some stuff that you did with the Marvel movies already, and then just put it in there. Uh, so during the battle, uh, Bo loses one of her shoulder pauldrons. She's got to go get that replaced. So she's talking to the Forge Master, uh, who makes her a new one. And uh, she says, well, can I have the signet of the Mythosaur and of the Owl? And she goes, of course. Uh, the Mythosaur is the symbol for all Mandalorians. Uh, so I'm thinking like to myself, I was like, oh, Bo knows that uh, <laughs> the Mythosaur is actually real, and she's going to write it at some point if she can't get her hands on the Darksaber, because what else says, I'm the Queen of Mandalore, than writing on the Mythosaur? Right. I, I think you're correct. Um, and, then, and then, by the way, she does at least tell her about it. I don't know why yeah. she hasn't told Mando about it, but she tells her about the, the mythosaur. And then I don't think the lady ever really, uh, she's almost like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're seeing things. You don't really right. seeing it. Da, da, da. Oh, that's cute. But it was a weird ending for that. Yeah. But uh, she did get another shoulder, shoulder pauldron. Yeah. Uh, now with the mythosaur mm -hmm. uh, signet on it. So, were you confused about how easy that just stuck to her shoulder? Yeah, there's like some technology yes. that kind of holds it to their <laughs> technology. Okay. That's yeah, the answer so. for everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's technology. That, uh, <laughs> you know, it's called the answer is just don't think about it. It just works. Uh, yes. I call it Velcro. <laughs> that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, they pull a Todd Howard. It just works. It just works. Yeah. Yeah, we actually took two minutes longer explaining this episode than it actually aired. So. <laughs> I don't even know and how that really even happened. there really wasn't that much to explain. That's just how much yeah. we complained about it. Because there was not nothing happened. There was a a giant 
a pterodon that stole a child and they rescued it. That's literally all that happened in this episode. Right. It was the worst. It's not the best one so far. I was I was really hoping like this episode would have been way better than the first three, but it didn't end up that way. Yeah. And it I'm really disappointed because I felt like the show had been on an upward trajectory. I think I rated each consecutive one higher than the previous. And I think we have a new worst one after this episode. So I'm quite disappointed. Yeah, and it's turning into a creature of the week, and I'm really not liking that too much. That works for the X Files. You can't you can't have it on this show. No. Yeah. Or at least if you do create week, at least make it something like interesting and engaging to do with the creature. Like show the process of hunting it down. Don't I, I don't know. It just was not was was I not was, for me. I was not interested in those creatures. I was I was even less interested in those big babies. Yeah. And, and, and once yeah. again, it could be a situation where this is important to go forward because then you can see blah, blah, blah. But it's almost like, well, then use it as a flashback in a different <laughs> episode yeah. that's full and that, that's enjoyable. So I don't know. Yeah, it just seemed to me like they were just kind of rushing through this one because I think if I would have got the shooting script for this and – if you're in the business long enough, you kind of know about how many minutes each page is going to take. And you're probably just like, with it was like, this is like half an hour guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, the rest of the episodes have been almost an hour. You know, one was like right at an hour or something like that. This is like this is only half an hour. Are we moving this with another episode? Make it a supersize like hour and a half one. It's like, Nope, this is what we're shooting. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and then, uh, I didn't like it. I, I, it was just all filler. I feel like what they could have done is take, the Mando stuff from last episode, put it all in this episode, and j- the last one just have been standalone with yeah about Dirt Pershing, Sh- yeah, Coruscant. yeah, yeah. That probably would have made much more sense. I mean, I don't mind a short episode if it's got something to it, but this yeah, was, it was just- like thirty three minutes of like we're cramming everything that we can in this episode, right? But it was it seemed like a lot of I, I once again I, there was nothing too thrilling about any of it. I already knew about the, the younglings getting killed. That didn't give me any, any perspective that I thought I needed going forward. Um, other than, okay, this one made it out, but we knew that. Okay. Yeah. It's just, I hate filler episodes. If they had, if they had, it might've worked better if they hadn't done basically the same bit of plot in the cold open of the very first episode. Right. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I, at this point, I just want that Ragnar kid to die. He, uh, come on, yeah. <laughs> and he, he, was a he wants to Grogu, so he wants. Yeah, he wants to die. Die too. <laughs> He's like, come on. I, I, I'm tired of being in the belly of every fucking creature you've got on this planet. It's like, as far as planets go, this one really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. they were not thinking ahead when they landed on this one. It's <laughs> no. like, oh look, there's it, a cave, there's a beach, there's really a lake. Pointing to me. Because in the old EU, hunting big beasts was a huge, huge part of Mandalorian culture. So they yeah. could have used a planet like this really well because it would yeah. fit thematically with the older interpretation of what the Mandalorians were as a culture. But yeah, the way that they've interpreted it here, it makes the Mandalorians look like just horrible cannon fodder when yeah. in reality <laughs> – they used to, to, in the old EU, they used to go 
hunt the most dangerous game they could find because they wanted the biggest challenge possible. Yeah, I mean, they're supposed to be like the Spartans of the yeah. of the galaxy. So go woke, get broke, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I guess we're all kind of in agreement. This episode is going to be like the worst one that we've seen so far. It's like yeah. I'm like at a two out of five. I mean, there were some cool parts to it, but it was like on the whole, it was just 33 minutes of filler that I didn't want. <laughs> yeah. And a lot, the credits seem to be too long to me. What's what's going on there? Is it because they, they produce it out in every country? So they have to <laughs> add it in Chinese and Russian. Yeah, and if you're working that deep in the credits, dude, you need to. Because uh, the concept art is always the coolest part. I love the concept I do like art. looking at the concept art. Yes, I agree. Yeah. So in that respect, I like the credits every, for every episode because they've got great concept art. But no follow through after that, <laughs> right? <laughs> so yeah, th- uh, this one's kind of a kind of a stinker so far out of this season. It, it was a filler yeah. episode. I don't like filler episodes. It's like uh, we're just getting on to next week. Maybe the story next week might be a little bit better. Yeah, and this one, the lowest rating I've given so far, which is going to be a one point five out of ten. It gets the point five because I did like the action sequence when they actually fought the Tyrannosaur creature, but yeah. that's 33 minutes of episode for about three minutes of content that I actually played. Yeah. So it, it, not very good marks. Yep. I'll go out of five. I'll go, uh, Oh, I'll go a one out of five CPS Mandalorian CPS investigations for this horrible parenting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? You took him to a planet with giant ass fucking creatures <laughs> yeah. that eat them. Yeah. Uh, wait, so so Uncle didn't just stand up on the the the, the hill over there and just look out for these things? I, I don't even understand what's going on. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was it's like, it do was, you guys now understand not, the concept of having scouts? Right. It was stupid. <laughs> stupid. Yep. Uh, so this one's not going to be rated very high, and I uh, can't believe it took us way longer to describe it than it actually took to to watch it. So I mean, That's go watch it. it. I mean, there's a. There, there was a couple of good scenes in it, and other than that, it's just like, eh, eh. Maybe next week they'll get it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't guess- know what they're gonna do. So, just a technical question. Um, you made the comment last week, and it's probably the case where these actual actors are not. Are do you think she, Katie, is actually has the uh, Sackoff or whatever her name is actually yeah. has the helmet, and she's doing the acting, or is she just doing voice acting at some? stunt double out there the whole time uh it could be i mean there was at least one scene where we did get to see katie sackoff's face before she started eating rations yeah i actually don't know how much katie sackoff is in it i know pedro pascal is not in it at all he's never uh yeah and how do you know that because that was the only reason he agreed to come back for third season that was in his contract (laughs) he's like i'm only doing the voice and so his helmet is probably not going to come off at all in this season. Maybe they got him in for like one day of shooting. I don't know. Yeah. But from what I understand, he's never going to have his helmet off. Yeah. Uh, Which did is he, fine. Did he, indi- I, I think did he indicate why? It's yeah, it's fine. Uh, did he indicate why he doesn't want to be on the show very much? Because it was hot and sweaty and HBO offered him really good money to go do The Last of Us. Yeah. Okay. 
scheduling conflicts, man. <laughs> uh, and you can do them when you're only needing the voice, I guess. So. Right. Exactly. And, uh, you know, they all go into the booth to record the audio from the helmet and stuff anyway. So, yeah, yeah. must be rough having so many opportunities. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're going to sit in the little side room of your house and record dialogue for us today. Great. <laughs> right. All whispery and low. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, guys, not a, not a great episode. Uh, maybe next week's episode will be a little bit better. But uh, until yeah. then, we'll, we'll see you then uh, next week. Uh, leading into this episode, we will have uh, Jacob Lindsay on, uh, and I will. Yeah, yeah we're going to have a super Childerberg episode. The great Jacob Lindsay, love that yeah. guy. Very, yeah, looking he... very much forward to Chile this year. And uh, Lincoln's going to be in attendance, ladies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the best hype man, best wingman <laughs> of all time. Before we go, uh, and, and Eric, you had signed it. I just going to verify: Are you going to be on our Kill Pod? Show up on Friday. Yes. Okay. So we do this kill podcast. It's a kill Tony knockoff. I'm doing it on Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 Central. And <laughs> it's conspiracy theories only. Your favorite, your worst. Oh, yeah. The ones you don't like, the ones you do like, whatever. And that's what we're going to talk about. So there oh, you yeah. go. Show up. We'll be. Yep. I've, I've, I've got a good one planned. Okay. So I'm a top lobster is going to be our main special guest. So. Oh, his his may outdo mine because he he will go there. <laughs> I, he's just going to be there to to sit and watch and to mock and you know he'll do fine. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> I'll have to come on to talk about how dinosaurs are real. And hey, Lincoln, do you want to you want to you want to come on and and do a minute of a rant and then we'll talk to you? Yeah, I could do a minute. Okay, I'll, I'll send you a link. So I'll put you down. So cool, awesome. So all three of us are going to be on KillPod this uh, this Friday night. So be on the lookout for that one. Anyways, guys, thanks for playing along. We'll catch you next week. Out. Thanks, Eric. Yep.